come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing a witness God made, God approved, according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it, we're going to talk about a witness. God made, God approved. You guys are awesome. I don't know how you guys can guess this stuff. But anyway, let's get right down to it. Let's look at the definition of witness. Have knowledge of an event or change from personal observation or experience. (laughs) That's a great definition. Because when we give our life to Christ, we have a personal experience of something happening and changing in our life. An event, by the way, that is. Wishing you all had a dad tabulous Father's Day. I didn't want to not say that. Uh, yes, it's a word I made up. I don't have to ask. I know my young loyal listeners showed up and showed out showing mad love for their father. So we can get right back to the lesson, witness and witnessing. I picked two verses that I think neatly tell the story of Peter in Acts 10 and 11. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mark 16, 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. You are called just as Peter was to share God's message to you, to others. God had a message just for you that brought you to salvation. See, everyone's message isn't the same. How you get there is somewhat different. You may have heard someone else's testimony, someone's story. It's just, it's different. The message that came to you that caused a change in your life, that is the message that you have to share. What message is that? The message that God can be trusted and through his son, we will have eternal life. God has a call and purpose just for you. Nothing spooky or difficult. All you have to do is make disciples by proclaiming the gospel that saved and changed you. How do I know God can be trusted? Jesus, his son, said so in verse 20. I am with you always, not sometimes, but always. What more assurance do we need than that? Our answer for the class, none. Did you know that Jesus can be with you in places that a friend can't be at times? If you didn't know, now you know. I know you're also thinking that verse 20 says something that will require some work on your part. You can teach without words. Don't be afraid of that. By obeying all the commandments as part of your everyday life and as you live it out in front of them, they can see the message. Think about it. Your school teachers can't teach you what they don't know or have done. 
no different than you. You can't teach this message of salvation without going through it yourself. Well, I know there's something called substitutes. Keep in mind, there is no substitute you. Because from many lessons ago, we talk about living and being the authentic you. Acts 11 and 4. Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. Witnessing and sharing are technically one and the same if you're honest. Yep, I said honest. We can share and have shared lots of things that aren't true. But to witness is to speak the truth about what, what you see. Witnessing is so easy if you stick to the script. I didn't tell you what the script is? My bad. I thought you caught it when I read the scripture, Acts 11 and 4. I'll read it again. Don't yawn, sneeze, or call because you'll miss it. Here we go. Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. See, you can't tell them part of your story. If you do, the story and you both lose validity. Don't rob God of an opportunity through your story to bring others to Christ and to the pardoning of their sins. Better yet, don't rob those walking around lost of the chance of a lifetime to punch their ticket to salvation. As we go to break, I want you to take some time to think about your story, the whole story, so that you can be prepared when the opportunity arises to share it with someone else. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back to continue talking about this great lesson on witnessing. God made, God approved. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after that short break where we just left the first part of our lesson where we always lay the foundation. So let's look at some ways we can be a witness God made, God approved. A witness, I know we defined it, is someone who testifies to a fact. So in order to be an effective witness for Christ, you must have first-hand knowledge of him. Nope, you can't talk about it through your mama, your daddy, or your grandparents and how they lived for Christ. It has to be a personal experience. In 1 John 1, 1-3, it says, I'm going to paraphrase, that which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. If you have experienced newness of life in Christ, you can give an account of his love and his forgiveness by speaking it, and more importantly, how you live your life. This is witnessing for sure. Effective witnesses ain't that hard if you remember these three basic things we're going to give you. You know it. We got you covered here at the PNT Podcast Studio. So let's look at number one. The purpose of your witness is the story of Jesus Christ, a.k.a. your salvation. How did you get there? Paul defined the gospel as the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 15, 1-4. If you aren't explaining the sacrifice or sacrifices of Christ, then you're not really sharing the gospel. An important part of the story is the fact that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. He said it in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, when you're witnessing, you have to tell that part of the story. You have to tell them that. Number two, the power of our witness is the Holy Spirit. That's where we get our power to witness from. The Holy Spirit, he resides in us. It is the Spirit who transforms your life. And your transformed life should be seen by all. Remember, it's how you live it. As you witness, you should spend a lot of time in prayer. The Spirit's power will enable others to see your light shine in such a way that they recognize the power of God in you. 
Matthew 5, 16. Number three, the validity of your witness. Is your witness valid? The validity of your witness will be shown in how you live your life. I can't stress that enough. Because, see, some of us are not preachers. We're not teachers. So our message is in how we live. Philippians 2.15 sets this goal for us. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, daughters too, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. The effective Christian witness will live his or her life above reproach in the power of the Holy Spirit, whose fruit we exhibit when we remain in Christ. See, we should never get out of character. We should never leave this place called salvation. Perhaps most importantly, we must take the time to learn scriptures to be able to accurately and coherently present the gospel to others. See, you must study to show yourself approved. You just can't think I gave my life to Christ and I, I could just go out here and wing this thing. You can't present or share what you don't know. Be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope, your faith, your belief that you have. That's all you really have to give an answer to. Because you don't know a lot yet, but you are to share. 1 Peter 3 and 15. Being prepared means you purposely study the Bible, memorizing key scriptures and praying that God presents opportunities to share with those whose hearts have been prepared by the Lord to hear his message of salvation from you and through you. See, you got to pray that God will, will put people in your path. And those persons he's placed in your path, God has softened or prepared their heart to hear your testimony, how you change and what your hope and glory was. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about how Peter was used by God to witness to people who some would say was unclean or common. So I asked them, how would one become unclean or common? Would it be because they don't look like us, have the same skin color as us, not the same age as us, don't have the same luxuries that we have, who in our eyes don't live a life worthy enough to be called a Christian? Who are we to say someone is unclean or common? Who gave us permission to stand in judgment of another? I didn't expect an answer, just for them to check themselves. So I continued to tell them that in Acts 10, 10 through 15, Peter is in a trance and God showed him in a vision four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air, and told him to rise, kill, and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call common. So again I ask, Who are we to say someone is unclean or common? While this parable is likened to animals, God was preparing Peter to speak with Gentiles who were outside of his nation and be a witness. Thank God Peter was obedient because souls were saved that day and the Gentiles who were there were filled with the Holy Spirit. So don't discount or look down on a person because you feel like they are not on your level or where you think they should be because they are right where God wants them. God places people strategically. He doesn't do anything haphazardly. He has a plan for each of our lives and he will place us in the path of a witness so that we can receive all he has for our lives, for us to grow, 
go and teach another to show his love to those we encounter. In Acts 11, 1 through 17, Peter returns and the apostle said to him, you went into uncircumcised men and ate with them like they were disgusted by this. But Peter, being a witness, told them all that had happened. And in verse 17, he says, If therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? To make that verse clearer, here is the amplified amplified version because it's powerful. So if God gave Gentiles the same gift equally as he gave us after we accepted and believed and trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, who was I to interfere or stand in God's way? Now that is some good stuff. That's good teaching. Thank you, Peter. So don't be a hindrance or stand in God's way. Don't stand in judgment of another or call them common or unclean or less than. Remember, that was you until God cleansed you with his blood, until you gave your life to Christ. Be a witness regardless of what people think. Everyone has an opinion, but God has the final say. Oh, and one last thing, we are waiting to hear from you. Drop us a comment or two at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com and let us know how this podcast has touched you or just to say, hey, I'm a young, loyal listener. Be blessed. In summary, the importance of being a witness, God made, God approved. Many are called, but few are chosen. We know that scripture. We are all called to make disciples. We are all called to share the good news. We are all called to do a great work. My young, loyal listeners, I'm pretty sure you're pondering just like I did many, many moons ago. Why are only a few chosen? The few chosen have decided to accept the call, the invitation, and all of its conditions. No, God does not put conditions on our salvation. And there's a price to be paid when we accept that call and we are chosen. Giving up your life as you planned it out to be to follow God's plan for your life. The greatest way we can show love to another person is by sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. For Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.